Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of season two of the Creative Exponent podcast. And today we're going to talk all about Instagram growth. (laughs) Super fun topic. I'm not super excited about. (laughs) This, okay, so first of all, if you missed us last week, like you're you're listening every Tuesday, you go on and there's no podcast and you're like, what happened? (laughs) Um, Last week we did a live. Sean did a, Shauna. Shauna, not Sean. Shauna, that's me. Did a uh, a little. That's her. Uh, did a little weekend jaunt. I with did. Her I new just hubby. I just bailed. I said, "Hey, I'm headed out. I'm headed out of town. Can we please just do a live this week?" So, so I bailed. Yeah, so on we us. went on Instagram and did a live. And mm-hmm. it was. We're gonna have to do a podcast on that because I think it was a really interesting conversation. It was. Yeah. We were an- answering a question about the difference between, or kind of the dynamic between talent and creativity. Yeah. And I think. I think it was a pretty interesting I conversation. Too. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was really good. Yeah. So this talking about Instagram, this came from just a conversation Shauna and I were having where she's uh-huh. like, I feel like I'm doing everything uh-huh. that, <laughs> that I'm being told to do. Uh-huh. And, and I'm just not really growing. So yeah, it's interesting. You know, what's up with that? And um, so we started talking and Marian about decided it. decided we should make a podcast out of it. <laughs> I so did. Well, I said, this is a conversation doing. that like, I think that a lot of people are having, or they're yeah. asking about, like, I'm, I'm stuck at 3000 followers and I yeah. just, you know, I'm doing all the things that everybody says to do. Right. And I, I just, I'm not, I'm not growing. So mm-hmm. I, this is not the podcast that's like, here's how to grow your Instagram and get to, you know, gain 50,000 followers in a year. Like this isn't that podcast. This is just like, we're going to have a conversation about it. Just like if you came and had coffee or tea with us and we were just sitting down. Oh yeah, because I have no idea what we're about to talk about. So that's exactly what you're getting. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just going to talk about, um, maybe like we're talking about Instagram growth, but it's not so much how to grow your Instagram. It's talking about how to fit this into your business and to have, I guess, an understanding of how Instagram plays in your business. Yeah. So then it's not such a source of stress based right. on one number. So yeah, we're going to kind of talk about that. So um, I think the very most, the very most, the, uh, <laughs> the mostest importantest thing <laughs> to remember <laughs> I didn't sleep well last night. <laughs> Let's just put that out. Or the I'm night before. So hard. You're making me cough because I'm trying not to laugh so hard. Holy moly, that was yeah, great. It's just it's just that. This is what you're getting. That's right. <laughs> um, okay, so an important thing to remember with Instagram is that Instagram, I think creative entrepreneurs really fixate on Instagram. Yeah. But um, Facebook is still yeah. number one when yeah. it comes to traffic. Yeah. 
Um, and when it comes to engagement and all of mm-hmm. that, um, Facebook is also a place where you can post direct links to yeah. products, to blog posts, to um, it's a great way to get traffic. Um, I want to say even with uh, 190 plus thousand followers, yeah. um, the majority of my traffic still comes from other places, from yeah. Facebook. And then, of course, Pinterest is yeah. is also another um is like it's my top source mm-hmm. for traffic. Yeah. So if your whole point is growing your Instagram to get traffic to your site, that's Futile. not <laughs> it's not a good strategy because yeah. it's very difficult to get people from Instagram to your site. It yeah. happens, but it's harder because it's um, you know, it's a swipe up and you're on a phone. Maybe some people don't like shopping on their phones. They want to do it on their computer. So they might swipe up and look, but then they'll go, you know, it's, I think it's just, um, it's just a harder place to send people from that platform to whatever Mm -hmm. it is you're doing, whether it's a blog, a website, an online store, um, where from Pinterest and Facebook, that's what, I mean, they are going to generate so much traffic for you. So, Um, I think a lot of people are ignoring those and just focusing on Instagram because that's just kind of like the the trendy place, place right to now. be. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I before we even dive into this, I think that it's important to to say that we're, you know, Marion and I are obviously we're at very different phases of our businesses as far as our online communities because you know I stepped away from um, from sharing online four or five years ago and uh, and I'm just have just now started back you know since January uh, consi- what I would consider consistently um, and number one I think and we see this with a lot of people in our um, mentoring group and the community and then one-on-one clients you know and I find the temptation I have to fight myself as well it's it's really tempting to fixate, like you said, on this trendy place to be. And this is where people, you know, you see them um, with really large followings and you just want your, you know, your following to grow and become that. And it's like I was telling you this week and, and we talked about it, or maybe I talked about it in a, yeah, in a video this week I did online. But, um, you know, it's growing your Instagram <laughs> account is a great thing. It's a perk, you know, it's, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a great place for community. It's a great place to feel um, like you're making an impact and all that kind of thing, you know, but at the same time, it's like I was telling Marion, we're, I'm already doing what my, which this goes back to vision and, you know, we're hopping back and forth between podcast episodes here, but that's why it's important to have a vision because if I had no vision for, what I really want to do in the world right now, it would feel really, really tempting. And it's already somewhat tempting, but it would be overwhelmingly tempting. Is that appropriate? Is that appropriate use of grammar? (laughs) Who knows? Um, I got it. You know, to, to fixate solely on growing that number. And then guess what? I'm not actually fixating on what is growing, not only in number, but by depth and meaning and impact um, you know, and what is really important for me in my life and my business. You know, um, when we've got clients who say, I just want to grow this particular platform, 
well, that's fine. But like, what is the real goal? You know, if the real goal is to grow your sales, to grow your, um, you know, your financial stability, to contribute more to your family, guess what? Like you reaching 10,000 followers on Instagram is not going to do it for you. Now it will help. It can be a support, but it's not the only, it's not the only thing that matters, you know? And so then Mm -hmm. it's like I told you, you know, at that point when I recognize, all right, but even though I'd like for, my thing is if I'm going to spend the time to do it, I want it to make an impact. I don't want it to be a waste of time, (laughs) but, but, you know, at the same time, we just have to remember what is our, what is really the end goal, you know? And are we, are we doing that already? You know, because for me, now this is just for me, but everything else at that point, if I'm doing that, that's just like my vanity, you know, that's like wanting, yeah, just wanting it to be big for the sake of being big. Well, why, you know? So I think it's important to note, note that for me personally, and maybe that resonates, you know, with some of you too. Yeah. Instagram is really good. What it's best for is building community. Yeah. That's what it, that's where it's at. And with that community, you can, I mean, it can grow your brand awareness. It can, um, it can bring your, um, whatever you're creating or your service or product, it can bring it to the attention of, um, publishers, editors, Mm -hmm. um, manufacturers, people who might want you to do a product line for them or design work. So it can lead to a lot of that. If you're more of an influencer type, it can lead to um, paid sponsorships or plenty of people who make full-time incomes off of, um, off of Instagram, just from sponsors Mm -hmm. paying for them to promote products. So it's worthwhile to spend time on it. But what it's not worthwhile to do is to neglect all of the things that are making you money now or that are, you know, more beneficial, profitable, all of that now, just for the sake of like, it's a vanity number, just for the sake of growing your following. Um, Because it's such a slippery slope. It's how much is enough. Right. Because even at... 190,000 followers, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, it's like twice the size of the city I live in. <laughs> this is my following. And I still have those feelings of, man, I've got to, I got to break 200,000 mm, or, yeah. man, why am I not, you know, I have some, some peers of mine who have like 400,000 followers yeah. or more. Why am I not, Right. why am I not in that camp? What am I doing wrong? Yeah. Why am I? And so it's like, it's just this never ending thing. So mm-hmm. you've got to, um, and I would suggest if you really struggle with numbers, then I would strongly suggest going and listening, listening to our podcast episode yeah. on numbers Yeah, where we talk about like, just imagine your Instagram following, like hanging out in your front yard, right? <laughs> like right. 5,000 people. It doesn't look so dinky when you realize no. they're like real people. No. And yeah. I know we're talking about growth today, so not to get off on that, but that's what, you know, led me to say that to my husband first and then to you this past week is, you know, yeah, I want to make sure that the things I'm doing are impactful as far as using the platform. That That is important to me because that means I'm, you know, being efficient. I'm using it how it needs to be used. I'm not spending just a, an inordinate amount of time on something that's not really producing a lot. Um, so that's all fair and valid. But, you know, 
if I were to read out loud, you know, probably 50 messages I've gotten over the last, you know, two weeks, it's like, again, if my vision is for my words to bring meaning, connection, and impact, what do, I mean, you know, what do I need? What am I waiting for? You know, what if those 50 people were standing like you in your front yard, in your living room, you know, those things, um, they matter a lot. And I think sometimes it's just really simple. And I think in regards to our business, this is why it matters. It's not just that we want to talk about like, oh, well, that's just a vanity number. It's what is that taking your attention away from that really could move the needle? You know, if not saying don't do it, don't grow it, don't, you know, I mean, sure, do all that. But, you know, if I, for instance, spend most of my time fixating on why I can't get there fast enough, wherever, like you said, wherever there really is, then guess what I'm not doing? I'm not producing really good content. You know, I'm not producing, um, I'm not writing great work. I'm not sharing it because I'm so obsessed with the number, you know, that I would like to get to. And that's counterintuitive to what i what the whole problem it would be in the beginning. <laughs> so, I think chasing growth can push you, push you into a very inauthentic place. And yeah. I think that's true, yeah. whether it's, it's about money, it's about a specific following mm-hmm. number, it's yeah. about reaching a specific size and goals are great. But, um, when the goals are just strictly like a numbers based goal, mm-hmm. it can, it can, first of all, it's just not, always within your control. I mean, it's yeah. not, you can't coerce people into following you online. Yeah. You can have all the giveaways you want. You could have a million dollar <laughs> giveaway yeah. once you hit a million followers or whatever. And it's, you know, it, it's still, it, it's not going to be valuable because it's, it, there's just something that's n- not authentic about it. Yeah. And, um, so you have to be really careful when growth is the thing that you're chasing. Um, and man, there are a lot of people promising all the ways that you can get the growth quickly. And, um, it's, it's just, it's a, it really is kind of a trap. I think it's not a, not a good, not a good, um, thing to chase. Um, so let me, I read a bunch of articles about (laughs) how to grow your Instagram in 2020 And <laughs> okay, all right. I have I have a mass. This so this is and some of them were they were redundant. They yeah. said the same things and some said different things. So these are this is the in a nutshell. I'm saving you all the reading, everybody. You can just listen <laughs> this to this, and I'm going to tell you here is here is everything you have to do to grow your Instagram <laughs> account in 2020. You have to have an IGTV series, collaborate with brands and with other Instagram users have longer captions, post more videos, post more selfies, cross promote Instagram to your other platforms. Shauna's laughing. (laughs) That's what you, that's the magic. That's the thing you're missing. You need to post more selfies, Shauna. Uh, Use hashtags, create memes. And it was funny. The create memes one was something like create authentically funny and, uh, relatable memes it was something like that specific (laughs) (laughs) I just put like create memes um develop and maintain a brand participate Mm -hmm. in trending topics and conversation run a contest or giveaway monitor people who tag you 
quality over quantity with grid posts. Use IG stories. Create your own hashtags. Geotag your location. Tag friends and brands. Post pretty photos. And what it? Oh, socialize. I have actually have written socialist. socialist. I'm not <laughs> comment (laughs) so that means socialize socialize and comment so those are that's the list there you go okay thanks podcast over (laughs) so now you have no time to do anything Anything else else. you you cannot eat you cannot shower you cannot sleep this this is everything that you're going to be doing um Oh so gosh. here's here's what I would say. I think a lot of these are good. I, I think um, a lot of them are what I suggest to people. Um, I've experimented on my own Instagram, and what I've what I've noticed is, um, the more that I use it authentically mm-hmm. and to build community, so that means I'm responding to people, I'm leaving comments, yeah. I'm sending messages, I'm putting posts that have, you know, where I'm just talking about what I'm doing. It's authentic yeah. to me. Um, that's when I see some really good growth and, yeah. it, and it can be, it can be. And also when I'm, when I am collaborating with other people, yeah. I'm tagging them, I'm sharing what they're doing. Um, and then they share me in return Yeah, and not always, but sometimes, you know, so there's, sure. and I'll see people who are sharing me and then I'll thank them and, and that kind of, can help with growth. Um, but that's when I see some really good growth and it can be pretty accelerated, like, you know, Mm -hmm. one or 2000 new followers a week. But what I've also learned is there are, there tends to be, I think an ebb and a flow to Instagram. And I can't, I'm sure it has to do with the algorithm. I'm sure it has to do with if you do something that just like, you know, messes with the algorithm that the algorithm doesn't like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then suddenly it's like, I'll get 30 new followers in yeah. a week. And it's like, whoa, wait, what happened? What did I, Yeah. where did I go wrong when I'm already, when I'm doing <clears throat> yeah. what I'm, I'm doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. Um, so I think that all of this to say, like all these things are good things. You can do them, mm-hmm. pick you know, one or two and work on those. You don't have to do everything on the list. Um, some of the things, I don't know. I've heard the thing about selfies and posting pictures of yourself. And I've seen like large accounts seem yeah. to post a lot of pictures of themselves. So maybe there's something to that. I, mean, I don't know. Can I just but say, I'm t- <laughs> why? Like, can I just, sorry, I know, I I'm just going to break the, I hope this is just a, <laughs> It's like, let's reward people for being completely... Now, okay, that's not fair. Not everyone who posts a lot of selfies. (laughs) I knew what you were going to say. Just self-obsessed. I mean, now I know that not everyone... Let's just be clear. No nasty emails from anyone because I know there are plenty of people who do that that are not. But I'm saying that behavior in and of itself, like, why is that the thing to reward? You know, please get online. Dear... Instagram user, please flood your feed with only pictures of yourself. Thank you. <laughs> and we will reward you. Love Instagram. <laughs> like, that's just a terrible 
<laughs> terrible plan, but okay. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, but there seems to be something to, to that. I, and I, it's a very uncomfortable for me oh, because okay. I, um, I, I really like to take pictures of things. <laughs> right. I don't particularly like to take pictures of myself. Exactly. And then not only just the kind of awkwardness of it, but just the technical aspect yeah. of then having to take a picture of myself because I don't have, my husband's not a photographer. My husband's yeah. not in my business with me. Right. He does his own, he's a, he's a pastor. He does his own thing. Um, That's so funny. I'm not asking my kids to take pictures. And also my feed is not about my family. It's not about my kids. Right, it's right. not about being a mom. It's not about fashion. It's not about hair. It's not about makeup. It's not about myself. Yeah. Well, it is about myself, but it's about what I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm showing pictures of what I'm doing. But anyway, I do put, <laughs> I'll put a picture of myself in here and there. Okay. All but right. Noted. Not, I'll give it a whirl. It's not frequent, but I will. Mm-hmm. I do think that there's a part of it though, where, you know, people want, they, they want to know who they're connecting yeah. with. I think there's connection. Well, it's I about, I guess, about every community. week. Can that not count? <laughs> I know. Oh, no, for some reason it's, it's gotta be, gotta be a, both. a picture of yourself. But anyway, mm-hmm. all this to say, all of these are, it, it's, it's all good um, information, and I think they're all good things to do or to try. Um, but what you don't want to do is to be creating content to try to hit a certain formula. Yeah, no. You want to create content for the people who are reading it. Yeah. And I think that what I would say to you is that you're a great example of sharing things. So like conventional wisdom would say, okay, you've been a home decor blogger. Mm -hmm. You should not be sharing little stories that you're writing. Mm -hmm. People aren't going to care about little stories about your life. (laughs) So why are you, don't get on stories and Mm -hmm. clutter it up with little, little stories that you've written of your life. When what you have found is that's what people are resonating with most. That's what's touching them the most. And so it's like, well, then that's what you should do. Yeah, there's not always a formula. Um, A lot of times that's, you know, there's nine, you know, I would say at least half the time, you know, for every rule, there's always an exception, you know. I mean, there really is. And it's the same as like when we've talked about this a lot. There are so many Instagram accounts, especially I think artists and um, writers that I follow who have, they are just not, and you can look at them and tell, (laughs) they're not worried about um, Mm. the way their feed looks. There is no color story. There's no um, pattern of posting. Now, visually for me, just with branding, I enjoy that part. So, but I also... Um, just on my personal feed. Now, the creative exponent's a whole different ballgame. But um, on mine, I'll go through phases where I'll just throw it out the window and not care because I've got to do that to enjoy it. I can't feel like Mm -hmm. if I post a photo with coral in it beside one with blue that my day's going to implode. That makes me want to (laughs) throw up. So, you know, I just... So I do kind of... But I do think there's probably some truth in as much as I would like to say, yes, there's an exception to the rule and you don't have to necessarily be consumed with that, an awareness of that is healthy and it's smart because you you are rewarded for 
for that, you know, whether it's by people landing on your feed and being visually pleased, or if it's, you know, the algorithm recognizing all of your, you know, consistent, beautiful photography, you know, whatever. Um, so it is a, you know, it's a real thing. It's got to be, you know, you got to be aware of it and you got to make your decision like a big girl, what you want to do, <laughs> you know, from there. So, yeah. Interesting. I just think the important thing is, um, well, and we'll talk about just a few like kind of tools and things that you can use to help to stay consistent. I think mm-hmm. consistency is probably one of the key things yeah. is to be consistent being on the app. And the thing that um, you need to think about how the creators of the app want people to use it. They yeah. want people to live on Instagram. Sure. They want a live feed to everybody's home yeah. all the time <laughs> that you're commenting all the time. And yeah. that that's what they want is everybody on the app all the time. That's what makes the money. That's what the app is for. So that's the behavior that they reward. Yeah. So, uh, but there's then the thing we don't want to live on Instagram all the time. Right. That's not, it's not healthy. We have other things to do. We have families. We need to make dinner for them mm-hmm. and for ourselves right. we've got you know and as a creative business owner it's like Chana had to work on taxes and paperwork yeah. yesterday yeah. and I had to do a bunch of packing and shipping it's like you have to there are just other things you have to do yeah so we'll talk about just some some ways that that you can kind of um uh you know batch post mm-hmm. schedule things all of that so that you can be consistent without having to be on the app all the time. But I think it's also helpful to get on and set timers, say like, okay, I'm going to spend 15 minutes a day on Instagram going around Mm -hmm. leaving comments for people, um, liking photos. I'm going to reply to comments that people have left on my posts. I'm going to make sure I'm checking my direct messages, um, all of that kind of thing. But I think what, what, you want to avoid, if you find yourself paralyzed about what to post because you're afraid it's going to be wrong mm-hmm. or you won't hit a certain number of likes, I think that's when you're at a place where you need to just like maybe take a little break and step back yeah. um, and remember that this is about your feed. This is about your brand. Yeah. This is about representing yourself, not about trying to please an algorithm right. and all of this it's because it's just because e- even if you find let's say you find the perfect combination of things you find the perfect combination of things in you know from this list of how to grow your instagram mm-hmm. in 2020 and you're growing like crazy then in 2021 <laughs> new algorithm Mm. we've you know we've decided to change xyz we're no longer doing this what worked is not going to work anymore um so it's it's just a losing battle but if it's always about being authentic sharing your brand connecting building community those are things that can just withstand any any kind of thing and also the the sole focus of your business cannot be growing your Instagram no. account. No. I'd say even if I and I know and I'm kind of treading dangerously here because <laughs> I I know that there are people who have built their entire brand on Instagram sure. and it's they're making crazy money and it's super successful and all of this, but I would really caution anyone from building their business completely and wholly on one platform sure. because 
that's a lot of control to give that platform mm-hmm. over your business. They can change things anytime they want. Yeah. You can violate something and they turn your account off. Your account can get hacked. I mean, yeah. it can just be, it's be a gone. lot of, yeah. yeah, you're putting a lot of eggs in one basket. So use Instagram and have it be a place where you can build community, which can result in more sales, more mm-hmm. traffic to your site. It can, it can be fantastic, but don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I would really caution you against that. Yeah. Even if you see people doing it and it's successful, I think yeah. diversity is, is the key. Um, so let's talk about some tools that you can use to help um, with Instagram growth. So I use Planoly mm-hmm. and um, it's a, it's a paid service. It's $9 a month for one account. I think it's 15 a month for two accounts and you can go in and you can schedule um, all the posts that go on your grid. So I can in one, you know, just one sitting, I can schedule out all my posts for the week mm-hmm. for the grid. You can't schedule stories on it, unfortunately, but you can, (laughs) you can schedule out, um, all of your grid posts so Mm -hmm. that those can, and you, you, which one is the one that you use? Yeah. Only Pult. It's hard. Uh, Only P-U-L-T. Isn't that a weird name? It is a weird name. I know. It's like, why that? But I love it. Um, I, you know, I, and this, I found it back when I was doing branding for other companies, but, um. It's just, I like it because I can schedule everything from there. So I can schedule, you know, an IGTV or, you know, of course, a grid post and stories and um, all of that. You can reply to, of course, comments and things like that within the, you know, within the platform. Now it's, um, and they've, now they've released an app so you can use it on your phone as well as the desktop. There for a while it was only on desktop, but I actually didn't mind because if I'm going to sit down and batch post I don't I don't want to be on my phone for an hour doing that (laughs) so I want to be behind a computer um so that worked out fine for me but yeah I really like it a lot it you know you can lay it out in in the way you know in the grid of Instagram or you can look at it you know different layouts and that's the great thing about Planoly too you know you can get a visual for what it's going to actually look like and feel like so that's nice I don't love that Planoly and and or maybe it's mine. Maybe it's only pulled. So that does not show. It's plainly they don't show IGTV videos in your feed, in your current feed. Yeah, I don't know. I usually post like just IGTV it. videos from my. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can post videos from Planoly. You can't, but it won't even recognize yeah. that they're on your feed. For you, when you're looking, oh and yeah, framing. I don't know. I I don't post. Yeah, I don't post a lot of IGTV yeah. videos to my feed. Yeah. So, um, I didn't. So you can post stories from OnlyPult. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah, I might. I might be a convert. <laughs> it's. I mean, I really like it a lot. I really, really. I'll do. go check it out. I've gotten used to using Planoly, yeah. and the nice thing about Planoly also is that it tells you, um, the best times for you to post yeah. when you're feed is most active so you can just quick schedule and just set it up to Mm -hmm. to go out on those times and there are times that I wouldn't have thought like I was posting mostly in the morning just because I was like well I'm getting ready to go let me get my Instagram post up and and um it actually my best times are like three um seven and nine or three Mm -hmm. seven and eight or something like that it's like in the in the evenings more so 
Um, so anyway, that those are good tools. And I do recommend doing some kind of scheduling because yeah. um, if you're always in this sort of reactionary place, that can get, um, it can just get tiring. You don't want to feel like you're run by all no. of the social media things that you need to do. You want to run them and control what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you can also, if you're on Facebook, you can schedule from the Facebook creator. Yeah. Um, you can schedule on Instagram for that. And same way with Plainly and Only Poulton, that would be free if, if you're on Facebook. Um, Tailwind is another one that you can do scheduling for um, Pinterest, but also for Instagram. And mm-hmm. there's one that I found while I was doing my research. Um, okay, and now I wrote it down. And I don't remember what it was, but it's called Repost for Instagram. And there was, hmm. uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look it up for a minute because I forget what it what why I made that note. I'm just opening a can of worms here, people. When I'm <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm. Um. I'm looking it up real quick, Shauna. So if you want to say something brilliant while I'm <laughs> looking it up. Well, what a terrible plan. No, I think, you know, the planning part is a huge, it's a, and look, it doesn't matter how, how dedicated you are to growing, you know, whichever particular platform you're, you know, you're talking about. It's, it is not as much as we need to be in those platforms to really see growth and engagement, you've got to ask yourself the questions um, around your entire business and your entire life. How do you want your days to look and feel? I know for me, like I actually hated the thought of getting on stories, you know, back in January and actually using that part of the Mm -hmm. app. Um, And now I actually really enjoy it. But Two, two days out of the week, I'm not going to be on those a lot. I can't just have tiny, itty-bitty hash marks, you know, every day on my stories and feel like I have a life that's outside of mm-hmm. showing everyone what life I have. <laughs> so that doesn't feel right for me, and I know it feels different for everyone. So, you know, you've got to determine sort of what your boundaries are and what feels like okay, I'm sharing because this feels good. This feels like good community. I enjoy it. Um, And what am I sharing for growth? And then when do I hit a point where I'm just, you know, I feel like I'm now I'm wasting time or I'm obsessing over doing enough. Um, Because you got to balance all that with your business, you know, and and what responsibilities, like you said in the very beginning, are actually making you money now. How are you fostering what's making you an income, you know, in your creative work? So. Um, I think that's super important. So scheduling tools for me are, it's it's a big deal. I can't always be phone in hand, you know? Yeah. Yep. I agree. And I, I, yeah, I make a point to, um, to make sure that, yeah, like you're saying, it feels good to share. It's something I want to get on and share. It's not like, oh, I got to get on and do my Instagram stories. And I kind of personally, I feel like if, if I don't have something that's um, valuable in some way to share, then yeah. I'm, I'm just going to be a quiet today on, on Instagram. So I looked it up again. So repost for Instagram is so that you can, um, if you find something that you like on Instagram, you can repost it while giving credit to the original 
um, to the original poster. So it's a way yeah. to sort of build community while um, it's not just taking a screenshot and putting it on your grid. And then mm-hmm. when people are looking through, they don't know that that's not your photo. Sure, They're assuming if it's on your grid, it's your photo. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just a way to share people. So I don't, I don't particularly use that app, but uh, clearly, cause I had to look it up to see what it was, but, um, <laughs> but I did, um, if you're an account that is built on sharing other people's work as inspiration, mm-hmm. then I think that would be a good tool for you to use. Um, and the last thing I would want to say is don't follow your unfollows. Absolutely. Just don't do that to yourself. to be discouraged. <laughs> yeah. There are apps where you can um, see all the people who unfollowed you and all of that. <laughs> You, I think you used to not be able to see it on Instagram, mm-hmm. but now you can under yeah. insights and audience, you can see. Oh, yeah. And guys, I'll tell you, I have hundreds of people unfollow me every week, <laughs> but I also have hundreds of people follow me every week. And yeah. so I end up gaining followers through that. But um, it's so easy to look at that unfollow number and be like, oh, yeah. why did they, why did they leave? Why did, what did I do? What did I, you know? And that's just a, it's just not a good place to be. Slippery slope, guys. Slippery slope. (laughs) It's like, well, what are you going to do anyway? So you see who unfollows you. Yeah. What are you, what are you going to do about that? (laughs) You're going to go. It's like chasing someone down the street who leaves your store without buying something. Right. And having a conversation with them about why they didn't buy anything. Let it go. Just, just don't do that. Don't follow those numbers. Yep. You can look at insights, but don't get obsessed about them. And um, so that's about all I have to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) This this podcast. To quote Forrest Gump. Yes. That's about all I have to say. Oh, my gosh. No, that's, I mean, I think that's all really insightful. And even just, you know, having a list of things, and we'll be sure to put these in the show notes just so you can have our very compiled short bullet point list of what you need to do in 2020. <laughs> but I think <laughs> all you, the things right in Marion's in-depth research. Um, you know, I do think though, if you just pick a few of those things that work for you and just be about it, man, I think that's one of the, and I'm just glad through enough heartache in other areas that I've got that right now in, in regards to this particular conversation, because it's, it's just so easy to be, to feel like you're not doing enough or you're not doing things the right way or the best way. And, you know, just be about it, be about your, your whole life and your whole business and foster the things that are, that are growing and doing well, work on the things that are not, Um, pick the few things you can do right now that you can change, you can work on. And that's all you can do. That's really all any of us can do, you know. Um, And the rest of it's just noise. It's just noise. And it really does get in the way of, I mean, I think productivity, but a happy and fulfilled life and career too. So there's that. (laughs) Yeah. And I think just, I'll say one more thing too. I think Definitely get on Instagram. Sure. If you're someone who's like, I don't want to open this door. I feel like it's going to at least get your username in case you want to get, you want to be on Instagram in the future, but at least secure that username. 
Um, put up a few posts that are representative of your business. You don't have to use it personally. You don't have to share every bit of your life. You don't have to like share mm-hmm. your hair routine <laughs> with everybody, <laughs> you know, but I would definitely recommend being on Instagram and building community is a very, very powerful thing for a business. Yes. So even though it may not be um, a great place for sending links for outgoing traffic and all of that, it's a fantastic place mm-hmm. to build a community. And when you have a strong community yeah. that follows you, I mean, even if it's just a couple hundred people, it's a big deal. That's enough people to to buy yeah. your products, yeah. to buy your services, to yep. so bigger is not always better. It's engaged that's better, yeah. and yeah. Um, so by building that community, it can be a then a, a powerful tool for you to, um, to grow your business. So I highly recommend, um, sharing your work in some capacity and Instagram's just a, it's a great, easy way to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was thinking about it now because I'm a, I'm a blogger. That's one of the main things that I do. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I follow a lot of peer bloggers and I used to go read all of their blogs. And Mm -hmm. now I was just thinking about this as we were you know, preparing for this. And I'm like, I follow all of them on Instagram now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why all of our <laughs> collectively right. our, our traffic has plummeted to our blogs because mm-hmm. th- I think that's how a lot of um, readers are following us now yeah. too. They're not following us on their blog, on our blogs. They're yeah. following us there. So I think it's an important place to be. Um, but that being said, there's still plenty of traffic that's going to sites. So yeah. you want to, you don't want to neglect that altogether either. But anyway, it's worth doing. Just don't let it own you. Don't let it yeah. overrun your business. Don't be discouraged if the growth isn't happening as quickly as you want to. Yeah. Um, just do what you do and share it and move on with your life. <laughs> yes. See what happens next. That's all you can do. Yep. Yeah. So you have our creative contraption. I do. I do. So this week, these little guys are so cute. I wish we could show you these now. Um, So I'm sharing these. It's called Little Mountain Bindery is the name of the company manufacturer. Um, And I actually got this from, um, oddly enough, my cousin owns a really, really cool um, paper and print shop. And it's all kinds of stuff, cool pens and notebooks. And yeah, it's Ava and I love going to her location here in town. And then, you know, she's got it online and it's shopgenandco.com. But Little Mountain Bindery is the the maker of these. And it's just these, there's different sizes. Um, I've got uh, the little mini here in front of me and it's like a hunter green um, or eucalyptus green a little leather, you know, binder, and it has refillable, um, refillable notebooks in it. And you can have some that are lined or, you know, blank. And it's really similar to our wanderings Mm -hmm. notebook we shared a while ago. But um, man, I just there's, it's such a great size, because I'm a, I'm a notebook kind of snob, and I have a lot of requirements Mm -hmm. for them. So you know, one of the things I, (laughs) I do, one of the things I like about this is it will fold pretty flat which is a big deal for me with a leather bound or pretty notebooks that don't have spirals. I, you know, I'm like, yeah, but you don't serve me at all. So you're really pretty, but I don't want to have to lay a rock on top of you to write a clear sentence. <laughs> so anyway, this one lays pretty flat. Um, 
And I just, I like the size of their small ones. It's not so tiny that I can't write in it because I don't write super, super tiny unless I'm sitting journaling, being very thoughtful. You know what I mean? Intentional. I'm going to write bigger. So I don't need this little two by three, you know, (laughs) size notebook to write in. So anyway, they're really, um, really fun. We've actually posted a picture of these on our feed before, but we'll share it again. So it's, um, yeah. And they do have a website. It's Mm -hmm. little, little mountain bindery and Mm -hmm. they have all sorts of what's cool about their notebooks too. They have, um, some of these notebooks that are like double sided, so mm-hmm. you can have like yeah. maybe lined or dotted on one side, and yeah. and um, which that is blank cool. pages on the other, mm-hmm. like stuff like that. You can have them monogrammed. You can pick the colors of um, the leather that's mm-hmm. used for the um, for the outside of the book, and you can also pick the color of the elastic bands yeah. that are used to hold the ref- hold the refills refills. <laughs> The refills in. <laughs> um, so anyway, I don't have one of these. I'll have to get one yeah, eventually. But um, and they have T-shirts and other goods, and um, they have workshops. They have supplies for doing your own binding, mm-hmm. and then they also have um, bindery services for oh, book repair. There you go. So very very cool website. So. Um, All right. Well, next time we're going to continue our conversation about vision and we're going to talk about just sort of the process of discovering your vision because we get, we get that question a lot. Like, how do I even vision such a big word? Like, how do I, Mm -hmm. how do I kind of get, get to that place? So we're going to talk about that next week. Thank you for listening to the Creative Exponent podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.